listening to Game On DC, your home for local gaming and esports news in the DMV. Find the show on social media at Game On DC and by using the hashtag GoDC. Without further ado, here are your hosts, John and Joey. What's up, DMV? Welcome to Game On DC, a podcast dedicated to you, the gamers and esport fanatics, right here in the East Coast capital of esports. My name is John, and I am joined once again by the king of the courtside, Joey. What's up, buddy? John, life is great. We are deep into 2019, deep as in about two weeks. But I feel like the esports realm of the DMV area is already off to a great start for this new year. Not only are we deep into 2019, now into the start of it at least, but we're also uh, almost knee-deep in snow, it feels like, after this crazy, crazy snowstorm we had this past weekend. Yeah, it is quite white up here in the DMV area. How many inches did we get? Do you know the total? Uh, I know uh, I'm in Prince William County, uh, so if you're in Northern Virginia, what's up, Prince William County? Uh, we got about eight to nine down here in Prince William County. I saw up in Maryland uh, around Montgomery County, they got uh, upwards of 12 inches from what I heard from the news. Yeah, I feel like over here in Fairfax County, we are in the 12-inch mark at least. Like I stuck all the way up to my wrist in snow earlier, cleared it off, and then was able to do it again. So I feel like that's I feel like I got at least seven inches there. So up toward 12 to 14, would I, I would think the range is up in this area. But what a perfect weekend it was to play video games, to catch up on your favorite streamers, watch some eSport competitions going on around the world. Uh, so it was a great weekend just to, to sit back, cozy up with your uh, computer or your console and play some video games. So I was pretty excited for this past weekend. Oh, yeah, most definitely. As long as your internet did not go out because of the snow. Exactly. And if, and if it did, there's plenty of gaming centers around that you could go to if you wanted to drive. <laughs> we have another great episode covering the gaming and esports scene right here in the DMV. Let's waste no more time and jump into what's going on with Around the Beltway. John, we are kicking it off with an exciting one. Esports Fair Plays FIFA Friday returns on Friday, January 18th. The tournament will be held at Lou's City Bar in Columbia Heights, Washington, D.C., with the first match of the round robin set to kick off at 8 p.m. There are cash prizes on the line. You can register for this tournament on smash.gg. Registration is capped at 32 players, and the fee is $10 online, half of that going to the venue fee, the rest to the cash prize pool. Moving to Xanadu for Saturday, January 19th, we have Glitch 6, the Smash Ultimate Tournament. This one will run January 19th through the 20th at 198 Laurel Racetrack Road in Laurel, Maryland, 20725 USA for that zip code. Player registration is now closed. However, spectator registration remains open till January 18th. That is a $20 fee for spectators by now while the price is still available because, again, it does close very soon on the 18th. Sunday, July 20th, we have GEXCON tickets going on sale. John, this is an exciting event for the DMV area. It always does extremely well. You have huge names come out to it, a brilliant expertise as far as tournaments go. The event will be taking place June 28th through the 30th at the Dulles Expo Center. Buy early to ensure the best rates. As we get closer to the event date, the price will continue to go up. John, you went to GEXCON this past year. What were your thoughts on it? I did. I thought it was great. It was a very well-run uh, convention. And the great thing, too, is, is if you're new to esports, uh, GEXCon really is a premier convention to go to to really discover what it's about. They have multiple titles competing for regional titles, uh, for division titles. There's a lot going on there. And also, if you're into that pop culture or, or what some people would call nerd culture, if you're into anime and some other stuff like that, they have vendors there as well. 
The Dulles Expo Center is a great site for GEXCon, and you really can't beat the location, and you can't beat the experience that you have for a great price. They really don't ask much for what you get at GEXCon. It was a really great time last year when I went. I was excited to go. I was excited to see the competitors, the environment, and just take it all in. It was a really great time. So I personally am looking forward to 2019. I'll be looking to get my tickets on Sunday, July 20th. Yeah, and I was bummed I couldn't go last year. I had a work event on those dates as well, so I look forward to being at the event this year as well. Hope to see some of you guys out there play alongside you. It's an exciting event, and they do a great job with it every year, at least from what I've been told and from what John said from his experience as well. So I look forward to seeing you guys there in June. January 26th, that Saturday, we'll have the NCS Academy with GEX CSGO Showcase One Day LAN. It will be taking place at the RISE Demonstration Center in Washington, D.C., the event will see 16 teams go head-to-head -head in a 5v5 competitive format for a chance at a share of the $3,200 prize pool. At this point, all 16 teams have purchased their spots at the event. The tournament will begin with a GSL-style group stage, followed by a best-of-three format in the playoffs, and will be casted by Darmike and Genesis. John, another really exciting event, this one again by GEX here coming out. This is some of the best CSGO talent we have in the area as well as outside the area coming in. $3,200 on the line, not the biggest prize pool, but a pretty significant one in and of itself. Not only is it a great event, but it's also being held at a really great uh, area, too, at the RISE Demonstration Center. We're talking about an area that's kind of being rejuvenated in the Washington, D.C. Uh, area. Alongside of that is the entertainment and sports arena that was just recently built to house the Washington Mystics and the Capital City Go-Go, but it was also built with eSports in mind. So that whole area is being developed into like an eSports center in Washington, D.C., the RISE Demonstration Center, a part of that area as well. Really excited to see more events take place at the RISE, at that area in Washington, D.C. going forward. I can't wait to see what else comes up after this event, but this event uh, for GEX, for their CSGO showcase, is going to be absolutely exciting, and I can't wait to watch it. And as always, listeners, be sure to check out our local gaming center's websites as well as their social media accounts to find their regularly scheduled events that we don't always advertise on this show. Just because there are so many of them happening at these other gaming centers, you need to be in touch with their social media as well because they have so much going on. Those are the Cave Gaming Center in Fairfax, Virginia, Soul PC Game Center in Annandale, Virginia, Tech Time Gaming Lounge in Woodbridge, VA, Xanadu Games at Laurel Park in Maryland, and the Game Gym in Potomac, Maryland as well. Make sure to check those out, as well as the other gaming centers. In3 in D.C., also near Howard University in the Shaw area, has been doing a ton of esports tournaments as well and making the name for themselves too, so be sure to check them out. A lot of exciting stuff happening in the area, John. These are just a snapshot of the tournaments of the many, many events going on. When the Overwatch League was announced, many fans around the country were hoping that their city would soon be home to an Overwatch League team. Unfortunately, the Washington, D.C. area was not among the inaugural teams. But with Season 2 upon us, we now have the Washington Justice. With the announcement of the team, fans are now looking to get together to cheer on the Justice. One group has stepped up to that challenge. Joining us in the community spotlight from the Washington Justice League, the founder, Tina Roebuck. Welcome to Game on DC. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, so let's jump right into it. The Washington Justice League has become one of the largest fan clubs of the Washington Justice. Can you tell us how you and your peers decided to start the Washington Justice League and how has it grown so large in such a short amount of time? 
the league started just from an idea that I had. We started on December the 3rd with Twitter. Um, and now we have Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Blogger, and Discord. Um, and what I did was reach out to some fans um, and just asked if they wanted to be a part of it. And likewise, some fans reached out to me and we started to form a team. I think we were able to grow quickly because we ended up merging with a lot of the other fan clubs. Uh, we've merged with three total. Um, and in one of those fan clubs, we actually ended up closing our original Discord and joining theirs and they closed their Twitter and followed ours, which in a way you can just see how we all been able to work together for the best experience. Yeah, it has been a great start, Tina. And as John mentioned in the intro, the DMV area finally has a professional Overwatch League team based out of Washington, D.C. What does this mean to you as a Washingtonian, and how do you think this will change the esports scene of the area? I'm a D.C. local, so I'm excited to see the community come together. That's our number one objective, to really bring the community together. And um, But for esports, you could definitely see an increase in just general interest, um, just because the culture of the Overwatch League mirrors traditional sports. And you definitely see more people gathering together after work to watch. And um, for those who like video games but are unfamiliar with esports, kind of looking into um, what it is a little bit more, um, possibly forming more amateur teams in the area. Um, there's definitely plenty of local businesses which could sponsor that. Um, and also, I can definitely see more schools establishing esports programs like the one at Stevenson U and George Mason University. And there's also an increase in resources to educate people, especially uh, children and parents, on the gaming industry and help people find jobs in the industry, too. So um, it's definitely going to be something great for the D.C. area. So all of us obviously being involved in esports, we're really enjoying watching the Overwatch League already. Do you feel like the team now being in DC is gonna pull in more casual fans from the area as well? Oh, absolutely. Like I just see a lot of the bars especially or just having a game on generally. Um, so those people who may be out with their friends, someone might look up and say, hey, you know, the game is on and everyone's out there cheering and you know, eventually just the whole production of the Overwatch League, I think, and having a hometown team, I think will definitely pull more people in just to enjoy whether they were a fan originally or not. Bringing in more people to the esports scene is always amazing. What can Washington Justice fans expect to see from the Justice League as the team enters into the first season of play? So we'll definitely have social events, um, media content, we'll um, have giveaways, so we have a lot of big ideas in motion. We're always going to focus on the community first. So fans can expect to um, see an open door, um, a positive environment, a place to come together and, and celebrate and become genuine friends and allies. You can expect a style similar to what my friend and mentor, um, Richard, aka Great Root Bear, um, created with the Five Deadly Venom. Um, for the NYXL fan club. We just have a very similar outlook to community and life. Um, so you can see some charity events from us as well. What events does the Justice League have coming up for fans? So our current event is the Good Luck Washington Justice video compilation that we're putting together. So if you go to our Twitter page, you can see um, the pin 
uh, tweet is currently a link that can send anyone, fans, uh, esports groups, all of them can uh, go and upload a video of themselves uh, wishing the Washington Justice good luck on their first game. Um, so we're going to put that together, we'll edit everything and send it out to the team and post it on our YouTube channel and all of our other socials. Just wishing the team some positive or sending the team some positive vibes and wishing them good luck on their um, inaugural season. We're also, if you join our, our Discord, um, you'll be able to join our game nights, um, which is going to be run by a lot of our contributors. They're going to play games from Overwatch or um, the Jackbox games and they're all going to be streamed um, on Twitch. Um, so you can go on our Discord to do that as well. And of course, our watch parties are going to start immediately with the start of the season. Um, outside of any official Washington Justice games, um, we will definitely have our own watch party. I think right now we're looking at a venue in Northwest DC. But given our demographic, we may actually move our watch parties all over the Maryland, DC, and Virginia area. We may even have multiple watch parties going at once. Be on the lookout. Make sure you follow us on social media so you know what events we're running at any given time. All right. And uh, just for our listeners, the Washington Justice League's Twitter handle is Justice League OW. On that profile page for them, you'll find the link to that amazing Discord server that, Joey, you and I are both uh, proud members of that Discord server, cheering on our Washington Justice team as they are going into their first season here in Season 2 of the Overwatch League. Tina, in particular, I think it's amazing that you guys are looking at holding more parties in different areas as well. I think as the scene continues to expand, as we get more of those casual players in, there's going to be more of a need for that. Maybe we all won't fit at these venues in D.C. anymore. We'll have to expand out to Virginia. We'll have to look to Maryland. So I think it's really good you guys are looking at tackling that up front as well. Yeah, definitely. We want to make sure that the entire area is, is included. So we're, we're looking at all of our possible options at the moment, for sure. With that, let's change gears a tad bit here and talk a bit about your experience within the game of Overwatch itself. We recently saw the release of Home and Away skins of the Washington Justice in-game. In our opinion, they all look awesome. But there are a few skins that stand out to us overall. Which ones stand out to you more than the rest? I love the Reinhardt skin. <laughs> I think it's hard not to love him. He just looks so um, um, heroic. <laughs> so it's definitely kind of per perfect for being the Washington Justice. So um, definitely my favorite there. I might play more of him now. <laughs> and I'm guessing we're talking about the home red skin, correct? Yes. Got it. You know, I mean, that is a very solid looking skin. There are so many good skins in here. And I feel like with the combination red, white, and blue, we are kind of expecting it to come out of Washington. But the way they made these skins in game, the Overwatch team and the Justice in collaboration, they came out so clean. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad that they didn't go with the um, traditional red, white, and blue um, for the American flag. Um, it's a little different. But like you said, it's a very clean um Red, white, and blue that has so many teams rocking those same colors, it still stands out. All right, so before we wrap this all up, we have one very important question that we have to ask you. Now, now this may be a little controversial, so, so you're going to need to defend your choice wisely. Who is your main in Overwatch? Diva. And why Diva? Um, I love to be able to take anybody down with the Matrix. <laughs> oh, that is so true. So true. Yeah, I love that moment, especially when it's like a Zarya gra uh, grab. Uh, that's the best part when you, when you can just get rid of it. Oh, it. It's so good. I was playing Overwatch last night. My teammate playing D.Va had an amazing uh, 
uh, four-person kill on that ultimate. It was such a great combination of skills there. Joey, we asked our guest uh, their main. I need to know your main in Overwatch now. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, guys, huh, I can't do this, to be honest. So I have so many certain heroes that I like, so I'm going to switch it up on you, John. I'm going to tell you the one hero I do not like, oh. and that is Moira. I am not a fan of Moira in any sense. What? I do not like playing her, I do not like playing with her, and I do not like playing against her. I, I don't know. She's just one of those champions that I can't find my way around yet. She seems a little unbalanced from my perspective just because I don't know how to play around her as well. So that's what you get from me today. Joey, I'm a as someone who considers himself a support main, I'm offended <laughs> that you are picking on poor Moira. Yeah, I have to be honest. Moira would be my second choice if I was a support main. I absolutely love her. I've already gotten the, what is it, the simple trigonometry uh, reward for playing her. I, I think she's, I think she goes pretty hard. Oh, she, she's great. Oh, she goes very hard in so many different aspects. Yeah, she, she goes so hard. Joey can't play her because she's too hard. <laughs> she heals so well. She damages so well. I just, yeah, I can't find my way around her. Oh, she's great. So so it would be unfair of me if I did not uh, throw my main out there. It's changed, Joey, believe it or not. When Overwatch came out, I was a big fan of Mercy. But with all of her changes, all of her nerfs, and all of her reworks, it feels like she's been reworked the most in this game. Like, oh, we can't do mass reses anymore. It has to be an ability with a 30-second cooldown because people can't learn to take Mercy out. I'm not bitter or anything, Joey. I swear I'm not. <laughs> So my main also has evolved into my second favorite character in the game, Junkrat, because there's nothing more satisfying than a well-placed Riptire coming down from a ceiling on top of the other team, and they have no idea where it is. It's a solid choice. I mean, Junkrat brings a lot of that chaotic flair to the game, and he looks very good in a Washington Justice skin as well. He does. Actually, that was the first skin I bought through my uh, spending spree of the Washington Justice skins. That and Mercy. Those are my first two right there. All right, so Tina Roebuck of the uh, Washington Justice League, thank you so much for joining us here on Game on DC, and we look to have you back on soon. Thank you guys for having me, and I hope to see you at some of the events. Absolutely. Most definitely. Joey, with that, let's jump right into Capitol Coliseum. Let's take a look at what our pro scene is doing. We're about a month away from the start of Season 2 of the Overwatch League, but that doesn't mean we have to wait around to rock our red, white, and blue skins in-game. Joey, the Washington Justice and all the expansion team's skins are now available, both home and away, in-game on Overwatch. So I have to ask you, with the skins being released, are uh, well, first off, what are you a fan of, the home or away skin more? Oh, it's got to be the home skin, John. I, I feel like the away skin is nice, but it's a white overall skin with accents of blue and red. When you can have the full color of the blue and red that the Washington Justice chose, I think that's a better outlook overall for the home skins. And, and I'm going to disagree with you. I Ooh. actually like the away skins more. Um, and I'm, I'm not, I have a really bad defense for this. So uh, if you remember, uh, if you watched hockey before the most recent strike back in the early 2000s, the home jersey was the white jersey. There was something, and the NBA still does it. The home jersey is the white jersey. There's something about a white jersey with those slight color accents that really make it pop and look really, really good. I've always really enjoyed those white jerseys coming out of the NHL and the NBA. And, you know, when you take a look at even the NFL, some other traditional sports leagues out there, the white jerseys, their away jerseys, if you will, just look so sharp. And I don't know why. I can't really defend it. Just to my eye, it looks absolutely amazing. The home skin looks great. 
it just reminds me a lot of, of that team up north in that other big city once you skip over Philadelphia that we will not name because they're now our rivals. Uh, it just looks it, it just looks too similar. I know it's a different shade and everything, but to me, that away skin, I don't know. It, it just looks so good in-game. Yeah, John, I mean, they don't look bad. I, I definitely do like the aspect of the white overall with the accents of the red and blue, but if I'm going to choose one, I have to go home here. I think there's quite a few big home skins. Um, Anna is one that really sticks out to me. I really like the coloration on that one. Um, the way Bob wears his jacket in the ash skin is also pretty cool. Um, there's quite a few that stick out, but the other one I want to highlight is Mercy. I think Mercy might be my favorite or at least up there in my top three as far as skins for the Washington Justice. And I agree. I think the skin on Mercy looks absolutely great, but I do prefer the away skin on Mercy. I do prefer the home skin on Zenyatta and Junkrat, though. Uh, junk, Junkrat, I feel like I can alternate between the home and away. Uh, that one doesn't bother me too much. Uh, the, Z the Zenyatta home looks really good, and really the Zenyatta away looks really good too. So I can't really, I can't really fault Zenyatta on that. I mean, it's not his fault. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they all just look so good. It's really hard just to pick one or the other. I, f I have a feeling that I'm going to be switching between home and away quite a bit when I'm playing in game. The big key is the fact that you'll be rocking the Washington Justice logo regardless if it's a home or away skin. Support the local team. Support the Washington Justice. That's what we'll be doing in the Overwatch game. Let's take a look at our NBA 2K League team, Wizards District Gaming. Uh, some updates on the league. The combine for Season 2 is now over. The final 200 players have been notified. That is including the players that were not retained on from their Season 1 roster. Uh, so there's a lot of players that were on Wizards DG last year that have not been retained by WizDG, so they will be thrown back into that pool as well. The Combine, again, over the draft is coming up after the interview phase. A lot of excitement coming out of the NBA 2K League and for our Wizards District Gaming as they're looking to fill out the rest of their roster. Wizards District Gaming also traveling to London this week uh, as they will be going there with the NBA team, the Washington Wizards, for a game in London, England. And the WizDG players will be on the NBA 2K League show, The Post Up. So make sure you stay tuned this week and follow the NBA 2K League's Twitch channel. Follow The Post Up and check out our players from WizDG on there as well. DC United has entered into EMLS, and we now know the player who is going to be rocking the black and red for DC United. That player is Renato. Joey, we had the chance to uh, see and meet Renato at the D.C. United Esports Open this past year that was held at Audi Field. What was your reaction to this announcement for Renato being signed as D.C. United's first ever EMLS player? John, Renato is a great choice for D.C. United here. He is a class act, John. Not only did he play extremely well in-game, but he was also telling us how he finds ways to adapt to his competition based on the formation they're running, based on the players they have in certain positions. If they're putting speed on the wing, he knows how to adapt. That makes a great FIFA player, John. Being able to adjust your tactics on the fly is huge. Not only that, but he has a great personality. He was great in our interview at that tournament in particular. I think there's a bright future ahead for Renato and DC United's eSports. That will do it for this episode of Game on DC. If you enjoy listening to Game on DC, we want to hear from you. Leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. We would love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to keep up with all the gaming esports news in the DMV. Joey, where can our listeners go to follow Game on DC? Game on DC listeners, head on over to Twitter, Facebook, and or Instagram and follow us at Game on DC. You can also find us using the hashtag, hashtag GoDC. Until next time, I'm John. And I'm Joey. 
Game on, DC.